0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one appetizing page of Talmud a day. Today's page, Shabbat 109, I'm not going to lie to you. It's all about food, and it's a weird one. Here's a taste, an amuse-bouche, if you will. One may not eat zovion on Shabbat because healthy people do not eat it, and therefore it is clear that anyone eating it is doing so for its medicinal value. However, one may eat a plant called Yoezer and may drink Abu Vro'eh. Furthermore, all types of food that healthy people eat may be eaten by a person even for medicinal purposes, and one may drink all drinks except for water from palm trees and the Kos Ikarin because they are known as remedy for jaundice. There's a lot going on here. So according to Halakha, if you get into the habit of preparing all kinds of medicine on Shabbat, eventually you may very well perform labors you're not permitted to perform on Shabbat, like grinding, say, which is why, unless it is absolutely necessary to save a patient's life, we are not allowed to take medicine on Shabbat. But what's medicine? Today's page, like so many others in this tractate, gets into the nitty-gritty of this very question. Now look, you can read this straight on and marvel at all these potions and elixirs that the rabbis knew. Who wouldn't want to chomp down on some good Yoezer burger, say, or wash it down with a cold tall glass of Abu vroe, whatever that was. But I look at it a bit differently. I look at it as an invitation to really watch what you eat. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you may know that I'm a gentleman of noble proportions. And for much of my life, I let my appetites define me. I would experience the world by taking a big bite out of everything and anything that came my way. And then one day, For reasons I still can't quite explain in a way that sounds rational and reasonable and makes sense, I decided to go kosher. Gone were the cheeseburgers, gone my beloved bacon, the oysters, but a distant memory. I would walk down the street in my neighborhood and I'd look longingly at shops I used to frequent almost daily, realizing that I could no longer partake in their delightful and delicious offerings. I'd be lying to you if I said it was easy. But pretty soon, I started noticing something else. I started noticing that I suddenly cared about my food. If we read today's stuff as anything, we should read it as an invitation to acknowledge the medicinal, sometimes even magical, qualities of food what we eat defines us. It can make us sick and lethargic or healthy and sprightly. It can change our mood and our disposition, which you know if you've ever had an incredible meal that left you feeling just elated. And that is true, even if what we eat isn't some fancy healing herb, but just a cookie or even a first-rate salad. For me, keeping kosher Accepting the idea that there ought to be limitations on what we eat and that these limitations should stem from ethical considerations was just step one. Step two was asking more questions, difficult questions about my food and where it came from. I'm a dedicated carnivore, but I was shocked and honestly sickened to learn that about 95% of the meat Americans eat each year comes from CAFOs, which stands for Concentrated Animal Feeding Operations, horrible factories that torture animals and poison the land and the people who live on it. Sure, it makes everything cheaper, which is why our national chicken consumption, for example, shot up from 28 pounds per person in 1960 to a staggering 93.5 pounds per American last year alone, which is nearly three times as much chicken eaten. We've become gluts because there are factories that now produce cheap, cruel, and bad meat. Factories that also produce, on average, the amount of urine and feces that's equivalent to the excretions of more than 16,000 human beings. And all that rot is dumped right back into the soil, making it barren. It's a bad, bad situation. Once you understand what the rabbis are trying to teach us in today's page... You can't look away from stats like these. You may not choose to go kosher, and that's perfectly okay. You may not choose to go vegan. I hadn't. But you can, and you should, and you must. Take a moment to consider what it is that you eat and what effect it has on you and on your environment. I get it. It may be a bit annoying. It may be a bit more expensive. But take it from this fat Jew. The end result feels and tastes much, much better. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.